0: The ever-changing and fast-paced evolution of technology and business has you wishing you had the right-sized partner to guide you through your IT landscape. It's time for you to meet the experts at Yash Technologies and C5MI tech talk managing the new normal with yash technologies and c5mi connects you with the best business experts who are making this happen for companies all across the world we delve into global business challenges from sap s4 managed services and the digital workplace to live factory infrastructure and much more Tune into the Business Channel to hear today's top technology industry experts share their insights on how companies like yours are partnering with Yash Technologies and C5MI to transform their IT landscapes. Welcome to a revolutionary hour of business technology talk. This is Tech Talk, managing the new normal with Yash Technologies and C5MI. You'll hear from the experts with the know-how to revolutionize and transform your business for a truly efficient, actionable technology transformation during both prosperous and challenging times. Now, here's your host and moderator, Bonnie D. Graham.
1: Thank you, whoever you are, lady who introduces us. This is webinar number four, Tech Talk Managing the New Normal. Presented by Yash Technologies and C5MI. I'm thrilled to be here. We have been bringing you, this is the fourth consecutive Wednesday in the month of May 2020, bringing you very, very interesting people and stories and motivation and all kinds of tech tips and insights. To help you get back to the new normal. I don't know whether you're calling it the new business as not quite normal or the new normal, whatever it is. We are on the verge of that. So I'm Bonnie D. producer and host, and I'm happy to be here. And today I will tell you John Gretter. And you can see him on the screen. John, please wave if you're in the webinar room. John is waving in in his blue jacket. We love the way you dress, John, for these at Yash Technologies. And Matthew Stemmler. Matthew, Red shirt, brand new dad, finally getting some sleep. Welcome at C5MI. They're joining me to welcome two companies, and I'll introduce the two other gentlemen on the panel in a minute. Two companies that are already making a very positive impact in the world, despite the coronavirus pandemic's impact on what we used to call business as usual, not anymore. Okay, so I'll tell you, John Hall, would you please raise your hand? In the top of the screen, there's John Hall. John spells his name with J-O-N because it's Jonathan of Integrated DNA Technology, that's IDT. He's going to talk to us today about how IDT has utilized their pre-pandemic Strong partnership with Yash Technologies, and that's important. It didn't just happen yesterday or last week or last month. They've been partners, and it's working to their mutual advantage to not only survive in the current business disruption, but ultimately thrive, and they are doing that. IDT, get this, has successfully created brand new products while working remotely and keeping employees safe at the forefront of the pandemic. Very honored to have you here, Mr. John Hall. I know you're busy. I know you can't stay for the whole hour, but we're happy to have you here. And then Kevin Rell at Greenheck. Raise your hand, Kevin. Say hello. Kevin Rell at Greenheck will talk about the cutting edge. RTLS, yes, I'll explain, Alphabet Soup, real-time location system, which has already made a significant impact on GreenHack's manufacturing process. RTLS is a key GreenHack initiative that was implemented during the pandemic disruption. So that's an important story as well. So we're calling this episode Companies Winning in the New Normal, and IDT and GreenHack are. So if you're here in the webinar room, just raise your hands and wave. And yes, John will take your parking tickets and validate them. Popcorn at the door. If you're listening live on the business channel, we promise to speak clearly and loudly so you can hear everything. And we will have a video during this episode and you'll be able to hear all of the audio. So John Gretter, very happy to have you back. So why don't you reintroduce yourself and give us a little bit about what's going to happen today in addition to what I just said.
2: Bonnie, always a pleasure. Today is no different and probably the most excited for an episode that I've been. And it's not because it's the final one in the series, because I'm sure we're going to be back with you very, very soon. So for anybody out there that thinks this is the last one, don't worry about it. All of your favorite guests and panelists from Yash and C5MI will be back with you very, very soon. But most certainly my favorite episode because we spent a lot of time up until now talking about Yash Technologies and our 6,000 team members across the globe and our specialties in support and environment, health and safety and infrastructure, all of those things that we do with our past panelists. We've even expanded that to talk about the partnership with C5MI that, that got off the ground a couple of years ago and, and the consultants that make C5MI cutting edge in the manufacturing space. But... Today is a totally different tone and today's a totally different feel. We're not gonna talk about what we do or how we can assist. We're gonna shine the spotlight on on companies and clients that we're very proud and feel very privileged to partner with that have actually been doing it and making all of these changes in the heart of the, the largest business disruption in, in modern history. I, I don't think it's a stretch to say that. This, this is the largest business disruption in modern history. And they've done it the whole time with what you've shared. They've kept their employees safe. They've kept churning out transformational products that are critical to to our infrastructure in in the United States. And and like you talked with integrated DNA technologies, with the test kits to to keep all of us safe from a human standpoint. It's really admirable what what John and, and Kevin's company have done. So we, we looked at this opportunity with this platform that Voice America has has lent us as a way to shine a light to the viewers and the listeners as to how they're all getting back to business now and, and companies are reopening, states are reopening, commerce is starting to flow again. How could we lend some thought leadership, not from Yash Technologies per se and C5MI, but how can we lend some thought leadership from clients that, that we've been partnering with over these last couple of months to let them pull up the hood and show the, show the engine. What, what have they been doing to be successful and quite honestly thrive during what, what you could easily say, well, we can make an excuse it was because of the pandemic. These gentlemen haven't done that. They've rolled up their sleeves they've taken on the, the monumental task of really succeeding during this time. So I'm, I'm honored and privileged to be on the panel with not only Matthew, but John Hall and, and Kevin Rell today. So without further ado, Bonnie, I, I know you have a few nuggets as we're gonna lead off with integrated DNA technology. I know you have a couple nuggets of press clippings because the integrated DNA technology story, or we're gonna refer to it as IDT. We love our acronyms in the tech world. So we're going to refer to integrated DNA technologies as IDT for the rest of the show. I know you have a couple of press clippings that really shines the light on, on the, the just truly incredible things that IDT have been doing in the, in the life sciences space over these past two or three months. So, Bonnie, I'll, I'll turn it back over to you before we engage with John
1: thank you john gretter i'm i'm very happy to be here i always am with you john and your colleagues but especially because you can talk theory you can talk Sales, you can talk. What are we doing? What do we want to convey? All of your messaging, everything's wonderfully crafted. But when it comes down to it, people want to hear what's really happening. They want a real story. They want the real John Hall, who's with us, and the real Kevin Rell to tell the real story. This is why this is so important. I almost wish you made this the first episode a month ago, John, because we would have, people would have said, OMG, we're seeing real companies. And how inspiring is that? So we're going to just Pack on the inspiration today. So Johnny, the, the problem
2: is John Hall and Kevin Rell might have killed us if we had asked them to do this a <laughs> month ago when they were in the midst of all of these things that we're talking about. So we we had to get, and John's nodding his head up and down, he definitely would have killed me. So we needed to give them at least these couple of weeks <laughs> to, to get through the 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 real firing line of what's been going on. So really, really I, thankful yeah. that they joined us today.
1: I appreciate that. I am too. So let me tell you, I have a a brief, John, I'm not going to take too much time, John, but I want to read about your company. You issued a press release on March 16, 2020. That was just about the time, if I remember, that things were shutting down. It's just about the time companies, businesses, communities, schools, uh, concerts, sports events were shutting down. And the press release says IDT a leading comprehensive genomic solutions provider today announced its success in large-scale manufacturing of a key component used to enable testing of millions of Americans for COVID-19. IDT's key component is a primer and probe kit, which assists in DNA analysis of patient samples. And let me just read a little more here as of March 9th. IDT had shipped and the CDC, that's the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, has qualified primer and probe kits sufficient to enable over 1 million tests to be conducted pursuant to the CDC's U- E-way, that's Emergency Use Authorization Testing Protocol. IDT manufactured sufficient kits to enable an additional 2.5 million tests during the week of March 9th and expects to manufacture 5 million tests per week starting March 16th and thereafter. I could read the next one, which has even more terrific statistics, but John Hall, it's time. Why don't you say hello to everybody, John Hall? I'm going to put you in speaker view and let's have a little bit of a bio of who you are and in your own words. When did you join IDT and what does IT do? IDT. Yeah, Bonnie
3: Bonnie, and John, thank you so much for um, the, the introduction. It's uh, humbling in a way. Um, so, uh, yeah, my name is John Hall. I'm the CIO over at uh, Integrated DNA Technologies, uh, IDT for short. Um, we certainly like our acronyms as well. Uh, I joined uh, about two years ago, um, and I come from a company called Danaher who had acquired IDT back in April of 2018. And uh, coming out of Danaher, my expertise was ERP. Uh, IDT was in an ERP implementation in the midst of one, and uh, they thought I could help. So um, that led ultimately to an opportunity. I had the uh, boots on the ground um, with IDT. I got to learn about their company and, and work with their people and ultimately really fell in love with with this company and their mission and uh, an opportunity blossomed out of it. And I uprooted my family um, about a year and a half ago and uh, out of the shadows of New York city, I moved to Iowa, which was certainly a a bit of a culture shock. So, but uh, Mm -hmm. no doubt about it um, uh, was probably one of the best moves that uh, my family and I have made um, uh, so far. So it's uh, it's been a wonderful experience and certainly in the uh, short-term and important mission as well. Um, My career has been focused predominantly in ERP. I've been um, in the uh, SAP space for over 20 years. I had my sleeves rolled up on version, I think 22F at the time, doing ABAP development, and that moved into various module and, and configuration ownerships. I started managing projects and different things of all different sizes and um, yeah, ultimately um, just had a, a really nice uh, progressive career which has led me to this moment and I'm uh, and very thankful. It, it was great to, I think, go through what a lot of folks would consider the golden age of ERP in the 90s and the, and the high growth there. Um, and yeah, in speaking with IDT and, and what we do, uh, we are a manufacturer of what's called an ol- uh, oligonucleotide and also some other reagents in the genomic space, as Bonnie had alluded to. Uh, I, When I speak with my buddies back at home, I typically refer to it as uh, manufacturing synthetic DNA, but that's kind of making a disservice to IDT. We have such a wonderful value proposition that uh, it, it, it certainly doesn't uh, state that enough. Uh, we service many industries. We service academia, um, uh, corporations and whatnot. Um, What's been interesting, particularly from an ERP focal point, has been kind of how we fit from an industry perspective, um, and and that's been one of my challenges since joining IDT. Is is you know how does ERP fit in such a fast moving um, industry and space? Genomics is just uh, you know year over year it's 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 changing, it's morphing, it's it's uh, it's certainly on the move. So um, how how do you uh, fit into one of these software templates that a company like SAP will categorize their uh, their customers in. It's not easy, and uh, you know typically you hear about the 80/20 split ratio, where uh, folks will typically land on 80% out of the box functionality as opposed to about 20% appetite for customization. Uh, there's no doubt with a fast moving company like IDT that we're a bit more um, uh, open to customization in order to right size and fit. And that's where I, I find myself for the most part is looking to strike that balance between the investments we've made in big ERP like SAP, but then also ensuring that we're enabled as a company and, um, you know, embracing a level of customization due to the fact that everything's uh, moving so fast, particularly as of late.
1: Thank you, John Hall. Interesting. Yeah. You mentioned the word opportunity, and I'm wondering, you mentioned multiple industries IDT serves one day did the call come in hey IDT we need some some of these kits we need the qualified primer and probe kits it's a pandemic we understand you can pivot or you're already doing this what was the response I, I'm not going to ask you where the question came from of the request but what was the response and how has that changed your business because if you were serving so many industries this is a very specific thing you're doing now and doing it in a big way so how do you see that IDT stepped up and Made those changes. That'd be interesting to our, our listeners. Yeah, have sure, you- Bonnie.
3: Uh, yeah, you know, our, our company IDT has had relationships with all the players that are currently in the fight on the front lines in this space. Um, like you had mentioned before, we're making what are known as primers and probes. Uh, these are not new to us. Um, uh, primers being um, essentially um, articulating it as best as an IT leader could uh, is an amplification of the substance that's that's being tested and then um, the the probes are the indicator on whether or not uh, or or what the results of the test uh, turned out to be so all these are very important components in any diagnostic kit or test Uh, so it it essentially was a natural fit for us and um, you know the demand came swift it came fluid no doubt about it that um um you know um that um I'm sure, just like everyone else on the on the line out there or listening, uh, maybe may aware. You know, it seemed like things were changing day in, day out, week after week. Um, what's been nice is that um, you know IDT is is used to that level of kind of service and and not only customizations in their ERP system, but also a level of customization in the uh, in the products that they offer as well. So. Uh, certainly, some pivoting and standard work uh, to um, to um, to be able to meet the the, the flood of demand. But um, yeah, certainly nothing new to the mission that ITT's been on for years.
1: Interesting, John. Very often, young companies talk about being able to scale. We want to do what we do on a bigger basis. We want to have more production. We want to have a bigger staff. We want to have a bigger global footprint, if you will. And and I have here in my notes, and I think this is very important for, for our viewers and our listeners to know, that IDT has been exposed to business disruption at the scale of the global pandemic. That's a big deal, John. When did it dawn on you that this was Happening, you were going to be on the front lines. It was this exciting? Was it scary? I'm just looking for a little uh, professional slash personal commentary on this because businesses watching and listening are not in that echelon where you are, most likely. Most of them are not. And they might be thinking, well, we'll reopen. Well, we got to have worker safety. Well, we got to figure this out. And you're just out there doing it. And I know your company is mandating worker safety. Primarily and everything else is happening with that. So what was the thought that we're going to be doing this global wow?
3: Yeah, you know, it's, a, it's, it's certainly humbling to find your, yourself in the position on, on, on the front line and uh, no doubt about it. I, I think we were the benefactor of a number of um, investments in technology. Uh, we certainly had our collaboration tools up and ready to go in order to, um, pivot as a company working, uh, just like I'm sure many other companies on the line are, uh, in a remote situation. Um, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's, um, um you know, it's, it's, it's also, I think, been uh, a large part about risk aversion, right? So from our seats in IT, um, from our vantage point, making sure that, um, as standard work in these situations evolve and processes begin being refined in order to meet this level of demand that, um, uh, you know, that we, we as an IT organization also don't do anything to kind of trip that up. Uh, so certainly there's been a focus on uh, the concept of risk aversion, uh, making sure that we measure um, everything that we're gonna be putting into production, ensuring that the regression test is taking place, that uh, critical thought has been applied and that uh, we are doing the right thing, that the things that are necessary, particularly particularly in those uh, first real critical weeks when things, to your point, uh, really started ramping up, um, keeping that critical eye and making sure that we were doing the right thing and, and, and really balancing risk versus reward. So, yes, yeah, certainly I, I don't think we're doing anything that isn't on the top of mind of, of any other um, IT organization.
1: Thank you very much. I'm going to go to gallery view because John Greta, I want to get you in here. So we have yeah. John J O N H and we have John J O H N G. And I want the two of you to talk a little bit about how has the pandemic affected your strategic Partnership, particularly with each other's companies. As I mentioned in my opening, John Hall, you were already working with Yash. So you knew they were a trusted partner. You knew you could count on them, And but things changed. It was all remote and it was all rush, rush, and it was all what could, What do we need and what can you do for us. John Gretter, why don't you join us right now yeah. and talk a little bit.
2: It, it's an analogy that I, I've thought a lot about of, of how to, to drive home what, what partnering in the pandemic has met to, meant to Yash and specifically to partnering with IDT be, because the, the, the mental image that's popped into my head, taking you to the movies, when when the red phone on the president's desk rings and the whole phone starts flashing red, it's really a little bit of how it feels when my phone lights up and it's John Hall's name on the caller ID. <laughs> it, it's, that, it's that level of whatever you're doing like you that. need to stop doing it because if John needs something, it's it's relatively critical at this point in time. And and it's at the same time you do that, you have to keep in keep at the forefront all of the other clients and companies that we're partnering with at the same time. So as we as we really focus on making sure there's no disruption to IDT's business and demonstrating the agility that that they're looking at to to circumvent all of these things that are being thrown at them. We have to be agile, but at the same time, remain responsive to the, the rest of our, our clients and companies. And, and Bonnie, that's where that, that global footprint that we have and having the 6,000 team members, that, that's where it's critically important because we're large enough to serve companies when they have needs like this, but we're still small enough to where when the, the red phone starts flashing. Somebody like John Hall has somebody on the other line that will pick up the phone and be responsive. And even though, you know, the duck on the the top of the water, we want it to seem smooth, even if our legs are just going a million miles an hour under the surface, (laughs) that's what we're striving to do. So from my vantage point, there's been two things critically important with partnering, not only with IDT, but, but all of the companies. GreenHack being another one of them that have continued to thrive and, and really drive forward through the pandemic. It's communication has been critically important. So that's where if they need something, we're responsive right away. And the second is agility. And agility is thrown around loosely quite a bit. Well, we want to be agile. Well, of course you want to be agile, but it's another thing to demonstrate agility. So an example of agility is, is w- without getting to the specifics of business, but if John has a need, John Hall has a need, and it might not have been in the plan, we have to be ready and able to pivot in real time and, and get it spun up for John. So again, no business disruption, because he said the IT department is wanting to make sure that they're not a stumbling block to everything that's going on. Well, as a strategic partner of IDT, you certainly don't want to cause the IT department to be a stumbling block to the broader organization. So communication and agility have been the two biggest foundational aspects over these last two to three months. I'll pause now and I, I let, let John jump in there with his response on, on how the back and forth has gone.
1: John Hall, talk yeah. to us.
3: Yeah, sure. Uh, so yeah, from the management front, uh, you couldn't ask for more from John and team um, I've certainly uh, given John quite a bit of exercise lately. Um, there's definitely an ebb and flow to the situation. Um, at some points, um, we have to pivot very quickly in our strategy, and there are some things that are fun- in our funnel that just take uh, a very um, uh, kind of natural uh, priority. And we, you know, and it's good to kind of have a team like Yash who thinks practically, like a, a smaller company like IDT does. And, uh, and yet still exudes a level of professionalism that we have a, a faith that things are going to get done. Uh, they're not pulling up with a bus full of consultants and we have to sift through them and figure it out. Uh, typically, if we're going to be ideating with Yash, John's going to line up the right person to talk with us and, uh, and, and really get to the meat of the conversation and, and uh, you know, ultimately um, enhance the conversation and land on a position I'd, I would also make mention of the uh, associates that we have onboarded already. Since I walked in the door, Yash has been a partner. We've seen that relationship accelerate since I've been on there because I do feel like we share uh, a number of uh, common values between us as organizations. Um, particularly in the, in the short-term months, I, I would just kind of call out the folks that we have both onshore and offshore. They've been fantastic with regards to being – professional responsive we haven't seen any sort of drop in productivity and really we've needed them more than ever so to have them kind of step up in a way and uh and 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 be there and uh and and kind of work through a, a really tough time like the rest of our associates uh really feel like they're they're going to battle with us so certainly
1: appreciate it john i think we can say that the people you work with are brave they're committed they are energetic they see the vision they know the purpose, they know the why of what all this is being done for. I have just a couple of questions because I know Mr. John Hall, you're a very busy person and you need to run to something else is happening, I know. And I'm gonna ask you just a few more questions. We'd love to know what is most important in terms of the opportunities and the challenges for IDT's continued success. If you can project, I on some of my radio shows, I call it the crystal ball lightning round, put on the crystal ball, the hat, the prediction hat, look into the future. So. 90 days, is that too far out for you to predict opportunities and challenges, John Hall?
3: No, no. I, you know, I think our focus in the in the short-term, mid-term is um, ensuring that the standard of work stands up that we've developed. So processes have changed. They've been refined and whatnot. Uh, they're certainly stable. And, uh, you know, it's, it's our intention to kind of keep them that way in the short term. So, again, kind of measuring risk versus reward. Uh, making sure that we're patching, making sure that uh, we uh, check the boxes off on our development checklists, make sure that we're regression testing, uh, and make sure that we're transparent is very important. Um, really, to get a little bit more personal, um, as, as a leader of an organization, a lot of a lot of top of mind with me is, is the associates in my organization. So uh, also, we can't forget about the folks that are out there and everyone's in a in a different situation, right? So in my organization, I certainly have heard quite a bit of folks that are in different situations with child care and, um, and, and, you know, working this new virtual norm and, you know, uh, definitely uh, a physical stretch in some cases and emotional stress in, in some. So I think it's also important that we kind of keep, uh, you know, an ear to the ground and, and really poke it at our folks, making sure that they're healthy and, and encourage them that if they do need help, to you know seek out the services that are afforded to them and, and benefits, and you know just uh, really try to uh, keep the organization together through through a tough time. Even though things might feel like they're kind of flattening out a little bit, it's definitely continues to be a a different uh, situation, and a lot for a lot of us folks, it's it's the first time that we've ever had to do this. So it's 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 going to take some adjusting too, and. You know, I think as leaders, we need to kind of step up, realize that, and, and, and be there for our teams.
1: Definitely. Leadership is key. Thank you, John Hall. John Gretter, you want to say appreciation to, well, let's say appreciation to John Hall for what your company does. John Hall, appreciation from us and people around the world for what you do. It's important. Um, You're helping. You're on the front lines in a very real way. People Re- rely on what you do, and and I say thank you on behalf of everybody I know. John yeah. Greta, you want to say some parting? I'm sorry. Go ahead, John Hall. I'm sorry. I was just going to
3: say thank you for the kind words. You
1: well, definitely it's, brought it's that
3: f- home, and fr- it's yeah, it's, it's humbling. You know, it's uh, it's it's yes. good to be in a position to help during this time. We we hope we're helping.
1: You certainly are. John Greta, you want to have some parting words for John Hall before we move on Kevin really was waiting job. so patiently go ahead You did a
2: good job of summing it up Bonnie but th- really the the partnership with a company like IDT and a and a CIO like John Hall it, it's cliche but when when you're working with people that you like and you respect it, it really doesn't feel like work and and IDT is is doing just groundbreaking great work for the entire world like you talked about and and John is at the tip of the spear of, of everything that's going on there and so when this opportunity with Voice America uh Appeared and and we we knew that we were going to have an opportunity with the the fourth episode to do a bit of a client interaction experience. It just seemed like a no brainer to incorporate John Hall and, and IDT into that. I'm very thankful to John that he did take the time out of his super busy day and, and week to to make time for Voice America, Yash Technologies, and C Five MI. So with that said, I'm gonna I'm gonna quit with my with my. Googling and ogling over John Hall and IDT. he knows he knows how I feel about it. But I know I know he's busy. But yeah, thank you for the virtual hand clap, everybody. And
1: John Hall, uh, I'm clapping for you. Thank you, John, prayer. and thank you, well, IDT, thanks for thanks what you've you.
2: been doing. And and keep up the good fight. Stay safe. Yep. Stay well. And and we'll talk to you soon, John. Really appreciate Got it. it. Thanks, thanks so much.
1: Thank you, John Hall. Okay. And we're going to move on. I think John's going to drop. And now we have Kevin Rell, who is waiting front and center. Almost. There we go. Lower, lower, front and center. Kevin Rell, I'm going to do a little bit of an opening here, some remarks to set the stage for our listeners and our viewers. And uh, rumor has it that Matthew is going to be showing a film. Marty Grover usually does that, but Matthew is graciously set up set up, and and come in and said, I will run the film. Marty couldn't be with us today. He's fine, but he couldn't be with us today. So, today's manufacturers have spent much capital installing complex ERP systems to drive their transactional supply chain and manufacturing processes. These processes result in financial results based on human interactions with physical supply chain and manufacturing processes. There's a gap between the physical and the transitional, and that causes impacts to productivity and efficiency, and guess what? That impacts business outcomes. The dream, and Kevin will tell us if this is really a dream, the dream, we are told, of all manufacturing and supply chain professionals is to track their material live as it moves through the processes. How powerful would it be if you had live visibility of all of your operations in a digital production system, and it could tell you which process was behind and alert you what to do to keep it on schedule. So, the new Industry 4.0, we love Industry 4.0, RTLS, and we'll talk about that. Solutions use advanced digital tracking systems that can track anything to within inches. That's good and scary and really, really good. The ability to visualize tracked items in real-time is amazing, but when augmented reality and analytics are integrated in a common operational picture, it is exponentially game-changing. Kevin Rell at GreenHack, welcome. And please tell us a little bit about you, and then Matthew Stemler, you'll tell us as well. Kevin, welcome.
4: Thank you, Bonnie. Excited to be here, excited to tell our story. Um, so Greenheck is a, a manufacturing company. Uh, we're the leader in uh, air movement, conditioning, control equipment, uh, the manufacturing of that equipment in the uh, HVAC space, uh, commercial, industrial. So um, my role with Greenheck is IT leader in the area of SAP, ERP, and all things that we call operational technology. I've spent 25 years in the manufacturing uh, realm, uh, IT, uh, Lean, uh, Six Sigma, um, always helping manufacturing get better, um, find new ways to uh, you know, improve productivity, service, and speed, and we'll talk more about that. Thanks for having me.
1: Thank you very much. Happy to have you. Matthew Stemmler, you've been patiently sitting down there and we know you're working on not too much sleep. Congratulations on the new member of your family. Hope everybody is well. Why don't you introduce yourself, Matthew Stemmler?
5: Yeah. Hi, Matthew Stemmler. Uh, as Bonnie mentioned, we did just welcome our second bundle of joy into the into the family. So getting able to be able to sit down is, is a real treat right now for me. I'll do my best to uh, make sure I don't snooze off like like Beckett hopefully <laughs> does uh, on a consistent basis. But Director of Operational Intelligence at, at C5MI, and I had the, the privilege of working with Kevin, Ron, Dan, Melissa, Eric, Bob, and, and the rest of the Green Heck crew uh, on just an amazing project, and uh, we're excited to talk more about it and just super excited to be back.
1: Thank you very much, and glad you're staying awake for us. Matthew, rumor has it you're going to play a video, and I know we've had some wonderful videos from your colleague, Marty Groover, in the past couple of weeks on these webinars, and I want to alert our radio listeners that you will hear the audio. Yes, we rehearsed this. You will hear the audio, so don't worry about missing the wonderful graphics. Here we go.
6: Revolutionize your business in real time. Real-time data is the new advantage in business. With it, you can adapt and overcome. Without it, you react and play from behind. Connected ERP, or transactional systems, are no longer enough to maintain an advantage. Businesses must merge transactional systems with physical execution in real-time to create a common operational picture. The technology stack used to deploy a real-time location system sends data via tags. The data is read by gateway anchors before being sent to the cloud. This flexible process provides physical accuracy from a few meters to less than a foot. When integrated with LiveFactory, it provides a fully-conditioned-based supply chain and manufacturing digital twin. Then, analytics are applied to provide proactive alerts and actionable insights for the business. Deploying C5MI's RTLS solution, Illuminate, is simple and creates a bird's eye view of the entire shop floor. Anything from a tool to a tote of materials, to a forklift, to a critical asset can be located and tracked. The tag communicates where it is, where it's been, and how long it's been there to the RTLS system, From the office to the warehouse to the manufacturing floor, RTLS provides the real-time physical data that businesses need to compete and win. C5MI experts are trusted business practitioners with decades of experience managing plant maintenance systems, shop floor operations, and manufacturing supply chains for Fortune 100 organizations across the globe. Let us bring your manufacturing processes into the next century and beyond.
1: Thank you very much, Matthew, for running that. I, I love the images. These are really cool. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit more about what this is about, Matthew, and then we're going to talk to Kevin about Greenneck. Matthew?
5: Yeah, certainly. So, you know, we talked about RTLS, the Real-Time Location Services, and, uh, you know, I think the way to basically explain this is with manufacturing businesses in general, right, you have the frontline supervisors that can really be, you know, the heartbeat, that heart and soul of an organization they're getting information from two ways, right? So they have employees that are looking to them to be you know, their voice of the company, understanding what's going on. They're also getting all of that um, input or cascading down the new initiatives from the company. So there's, there's a big stretch on their time. And quite frankly, when I was a frontline supervisor, I couldn't get it all done. And there was a piece missing. So you think of like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, those basic physiological needs, the air, the, the water, you know, food just to survive, you don't have that from uh, a technology standpoint in manufacturing until basically now leveraging RTLS. So w- what I see RTLS is it is that baseline, you're just gonna have to have it to be able to perform at the next level. And this pandemic is just, you know, accentuating that point that without real-time data that you don't have to go crunch and you don't have to take your time to go uh, pass it up the food chain, you can focus on what's important. You can keep everybody engaged and you can keep moving forward. So at at the heart, RTLS is going to be the foundation of businesses moving forward and getting that one version of the truth, that common operating picture of their shop floor and all their, all their operations.
1: Thank you very much. John Gretter, you want to set up some conversation with Kevin? I know you're ready.
5: Absolutely, and, and Kevin Kevin can
2: provide more insight on, on GreenHack's digital manufacturing journey, but what really was the setup behind all of this mm-hmm. and, and what made this uh, a hand-in-glove fit between C5MI and GreenHack is, is the fact that GreenHack has a single ERP instance in their 22 factories and they combine that with being a leader in manufacturing integration and intelligence or MII, you might, might see it referred to again, throwing those acronyms out there. This combination is what made RTLS or, or real time tracking and, and location system, a, a perfect fit for green heck. And you touched on this in your opener, Bonnie, what's also If I were one of your viewers, what would catch my attention today or listeners is this was implemented by and large during the pandemic disruption. And so you talk about being agile, like we discussed with John Hall and IDT and being able to pivot and, and still serve the needs. This is another great example of how the client, who is a huge part in still making this a success, was able to be agile and C5MI was able to match that with the ability to implement. So this is one of those success stories as we look at what the new normal is going to be of business. It's this is the model for that. It is how do we overcome the speed bumps or maybe even mountains that get put in place put in front of us over the rest of this year and how do we still succeed? And, and I would say if you look at the the whole culmination of this Tech Talk series we're now evolving into a a system where there's really no excuses anymore. There's going to be a very short leash on success. And and we're going to, the successful companies aren't going to make excuses. They're going to find a way to get it done. And Kevin Rell and Greenheck are a great example of not making excuses, still executing and still getting the job done. So with that, Kevin, really excited to hear your insights of, of the, the advantages of rtls walk us through a little bit of that implementation and some of the benefits you're already seeing
4: yeah so the journey we were on is really starting to look at what are the opportunities for us to get better on the shop floor we're all about productivity service and speed and honestly the the the, the main focus there these days is speed how can we do things more quickly so when we started to look at opportunities managing the flow of the work through the shop was really the the key to speed And what we saw is that it was getting done but it was getting done through what i would consider to be or would call brute force manual Uh, we had a lot of people on the shop floor especially our supervisors walking around and really making sure things were flowing smoothly so what we saw is a huge opportunity to give that visibility to those that were managing and leading the shop floor and those that were that were manufacturing the product give them real-time visibility Uh, You know, we keep saying we want to automate the mundane, let's automate the mundane, let's automate what can be automated, and let the people do what, you know, what they need to do. So that's leadership, that's building the product. So we saw an opportunity to put technology in place, leverage the the advances in technology, put their real time visibility in place, and automate the mundane and give the people the opportunity to, to lead and to make those decisions in real time.
1: Kevin, I understand that speed is king in your industry and that you have seen something, a phenomenon we'll call the compression of time. It sounds like yeah. a, an existential movie, but what does that mean? The time is compressing. <laughs> well, it is. So give us a little background on on what is happening in terms of needing that speed and how, how this new uh, solution is helping you achieve and maintain that.
4: Yeah. So everything is about speed. Speed is king. Uh, you know, Amazon has set the bar, set the expectation, <clears throat> you know, both for consume, consumers and companies. So that expectation for things to happen more quickly, always be there on time, always happen more quickly. That is hitting our industry and hitting, you know, pretty much every company that's out there doing really anything is the need to do it more quickly is becoming so important. It's such a strategic advantage to do things more quickly. So that's really what we're leveraging technology to do is service our customers in a way um, that, you know, that just exceeds that expectation. That's really just building and growing around speed.
1: Kevin, if I whispered the words, Amazon experience, would that ring a bell to you? In your yes, it would.
4: yes. The Amazon experience is uh, definitely setting the bar and setting the expectation for companies. You bet.
1: Okay, so I don't want you to give away any trade secrets. We would never ask you to do that on the Tech Talk (laughs) webinar and radio show, but we would love to know... How are your people at GreenHack responding to this new need for speed as an essential business? That's really it. If you're, if you're essential, you can't say we'll get to it later or we'll think about it or we're not up to it today. or your people didn't show up. You don't have that option. Your right. Companies are, are begging and, and clamoring to be called essential businesses where they can keep going. So how are your people responding to all of this?
4: Yeah, so GreenHack is an essential business. Uh, we're, we're manufacturing product that is going into healthcare facilities, um, you know, the food industry, communication, transportation, all those things that are keeping the country and the world uh, moving right now. So, um, the, you know, GreenHack has responded the way GreenHack has always responded. We're a leader. We're proving to our customer base and, honestly, our competitors that we are the leader and we're servicing our customers in a way um, that's consistent with that. So that response to that need for speed um, in terms of how we manufacture, how we do things, how we improve, how we leverage technology. Everybody is rallying around that. That's what we do. Um, and we're finding, uh, you know, new ways to continue to, uh, to leverage that and to uh, get better.
1: Thank you, Kevin. I have two kind of uh, interesting, I call them sexy terms on my notes here. No, John Gretter, don't get nervous here. It's okay. <laughs> this is PC rated. Digital twin of machines and digital twin of the shop floor. This yeah. may be an enigma. Some people just need to go and look this stuff up, Kevin Rell. Can you tell us what it means in a in, in real business?
4: Sure. So a digital twin is really the digital representation of the physical. So if you've got a physical machine, it can be a digital representation of that machine, all the parts, how it works, how it's moving, how it's behaving. Um, and the shop floor is no different. That's what we did with RTLS. That's what we did partnered up with C5MI is we created a digital twin of the shop floor. It's a digital representation of what's happening on the shop floor. So there's the physical what's happening. Now we have a digital twin of what's happening and we can view that in real time. That was the project, That's what we, that's what we implemented.
1: Thank you very much. Matthew Stemmler, why don't you join us in here and talk a little bit about what C5MI has seen, what what you're doing, what your role is in all of this solution technology.
5: Yeah, and you know, what Kevin hasn't mentioned, but kind of our, our inside joke for this project, is it was imperative that it wasn't just a, a cute cart tracker, right? It has mm-hmm. to provide value to those that are, that are using it. And, and that's it, right? So the premise of leveraging RTLS as part of, you know, the live factory umbrella of solutions is how do you let your employees focus on the critical few, right? If you're familiar with the Demaic process for improving an existing process, define, measure, analyze, improve, and control. Typically led by Six Sigma Black Belts, it can be a long drawn out process and a lot of stumbling blocks are just on that define, measure, and analyze. So this tool, RTLS, what Kevin talks about with that digital twin, it gives you that real life copy of what's going on. There's proactive alerting, right? You know, the the very um, beginning of, you know, AI machine learning, what's going on with that type of stuff that you can start to look at your patterns That's doing the defined measure and analyze. And then, so that's freeing up the critical workforce, that frontline workforce to do the improvement control. So we're seeing much better traction in what's going on. Um, in terms of what they can focus on and and where they can really drive the value and and move the move the company forward
1: thank you very much um, let's talk a little bit about uh, c5 in terms of being on the factory floor of green heck Matthew I know your colleague Marty, Marty Gruber couldn't join us today, has been talking about live factory and those kinds of solutions. Anything you want to add about that, the importance of being able to give your clients what they really need, which Green Heck needs right now?
5: Yeah, certainly. You know, uh, I, maybe I stole our thunder with the with the previous response there, but it it is all about giving them a repeatable, single version of the truth, right? When everybody's trying to do their best. And people are just trying to, as Kevin mentioned, brute force. And that leads to personality-driven events. And that takes a toll on your workforce, right? There's effort to get through every day if you're doing it in a manual fashion. And then let's not kid ourselves. There's a lot of other factors that are pulling on people's minds and their stressors, right? I mean, the pandemic top of mind, but before that you have all the typical ones of how my kids are doing, or, hey, we got this big purchase coming up or you name it, there's a lot of things that can wade in. Not everybody can just compartmentalize and be like, hey, I'm only focusing on green heck work today. The, person, the personal lives come in, and that's where the live factory and having all of that stuff um, going on and providing that one version of the truth you know, in real time takes, a, takes some of that burden away from your employees and allows them to succeed and excel.
1: Thank you very much. Kevin Rell, a couple of things I want to ask you about. There are lots of definitions being bandied about for Industry 4.0. I I cite them and use them on some of my radio shows, smart factory, smart manufacturing. Is it all about employees? Is it about the shop floor? Is it about just the the processes? What's your definition? And then really important to our viewers and our listeners, Kevin Rell at Greenheck, what are the factors for success? What are the keys your company sees?
4: Yeah, so there's a lot of buzz out there right now around Industry 4.0 and Digital Factory and a lot of things. So to me, it's really just a lot of hype and buzz. Uh, what it really comes down to is improving business outcomes, improving business results. And the way you do that is providing capability um, that's not there today. Now, technology has has, you know improved and moved and expanded in a way that's giving us a lot more options around that than what we had before. So the pace at which technology is improving, that's just really what kind of Industry 4.0 is bundling up is how do we provide capability through the use of technology for manufacturing? So we provide capability, then what we do there is we're looking for visibility to things we don't have visibility to, data that we don't have, and then the technology really helps us helps us do that. So Industry 4.0 is really just about connecting things providing visibility, leveraging that technology, but ultimately, and Bonnie, to kind of get at the second part of your question, you know, what are those keys to success? Mm -hmm. Number one key to success is really focusing on business outcome. Focus on what capability is going to help manufacturing move the needle. Talk to manufacturing, get out there, and that's what we did with C5MI. Get out on the shop floor, walk the floor, ask what do you need for capability that will help you get better, we'll help you move things along more quickly, you know, we'll help you remove waste from your process. So we focused on providing that capability. Um, the other you know, key to success is really partnering with a team internally that has a passion to improve and really that, that drive to win. We partnered with some amazing uh, manufacturing leaders here at Greenheck. Um, Matthew mentioned them earlier, we've got Ron, we've got Dan, we've got Melissa. We've got Fletcher and we've got Kevin, um, different Kevin. Um, And so the folks that we Mm -hmm. partnered with. So you find that team that's passionate. They're willing to own it. They're willing to take accountability. um, They they want to win. And it was that partnership really between IT, uh, that internal team, and then that external team with C5MI. So that that was huge for us.
1: Thank you, Kevin. Well. How would you suggest other industries, other companies, other businesses learn from your journey? Any words of wisdom, words of advice you'd like to share? We're almost out of time, and this is really important for our viewers and our listeners.
4: Yeah, so one of the things that we've really done is I I like to use the mantra, you think big, you start small, and then you scale fast. You have to look for a place to start. You've got to look for that team, look for that capability that's needed you know, find that thing that's always been out there that everybody's trying to find a way to, to, to fix. You know, we said a lot through this project, when you're on solid ground, be fearless, because we knew we were on to something that was really going to help. This was solid ground. Um, so I would say really just look for that opportunity to start somewhere. Start small. Find a pilot. Prove it out. You know, prove that the value is there, and then you can look to scale. So that, that's what that's my advice.
1: Thank you very much. And what about safety in this environment of businesses reopening and going back to work? How important is that? Do you recommend where on the top of mind list for leadership should that be, Kevin?
4: Uh, Right now in this environment, it's at the top. It's at the top. First and foremost, people need to feel comfortable. People need to be settled into their work environment to do good work, to think clearly. And we've got to provide them with that safe environment. Safety is always first. And in this environment, it is even, you know, come to the forefront more than ever about safety being first. So all the protocols, um, you know, all the things that, that people need to feel comfortable and feel that that risk has been mitigated around them is, is so, so important.
1: Kevin Rell, such a pleasure and a privilege, and I know you are also a very busy person with your company doing what you do, and we're very appreciative that you took the time, prepared for this, and shared so many insights. Very, very important. I'm fascinated by how this technology works with tracking everything on the shop floor. They showed a picture, for those of you listening on the radio, they showed a a picture of a warehouse, and you've all seen pictures of Amazon warehouses and others, and there are just rows and rows and racks and racks of these shelves, and there's stuff on them and to be able to know where everything is at any moment and figure out where it is in the process. That must be a huge benefit. Yes, Kevin?
4: Yes. Huge benefit. Huge benefit. Real-time visibility.
1: Thank you very much. John Gretter, you want to wrap this up? We've got about three and a half minutes to go.
2: And I've been listening to everything that Kevin has shared and and the thought leadership that that Matthew and and Kevin has also brought to the segment here and it, it made me think about how how to tie a bow on RTLS. And talking to Marty in the lead up to this segment, the, the C5MI Illuminate RTLS system, what, what the value is to companies, it closes the gap between the, the physical assets and processes and the transactional systems. So, for example, a huge disconnect between the leaders on the shop floor and the CFO, for example, is the discrepancies between what happens or, or what's what's reportable from the physical assets and what shows up in ERP. Because all the CFO cares about is what's in the ERP. That's it. If it's not in the ERP, it doesn't matter. Well, that, that creates a lot of lost time, a lot of lost value as you're tracking everything down and comparing the ERP to the physical assets. What RTLS does is it exponentially closes that gap between ERP and the physical assets themselves. So when you hear Kevin talk about speed is king and safety is at the forefront, there's really no better system or, or, or service than something like RTLS that ensures speed, keeps people safe because it's not putting them in harm's way physically at all, and it adds value to the bottom line. So to wrap it all up into there, if you're looking for speed, if you're looking for agility, look at systems like RTLS. And if you have questions about it, don't hesitate to reach out to ask, ask the experts at yash.com. And we can get you in contact with Matthew or some of the other thought leaders at C5MI.
1: Let me repeat that. Asktheexperts at yash, Y-A-S-H dot com. It's a great email. It will take you to all of the people who you need to talk to. John Gretter, thank you so much for spearheading you. you with your colleagues, Derek and Denny and Praveen and other people at Yash Technologies. And Matthew, thank you to you and Marty Groover and your colleagues at C5MI. And Kevin Rell, thank you for being our special guest today. We've really enjoyed bringing so much thought, leadership and great insights. John Gretter is just really, really important that people hear from real people who are going through this living through it and learning to get through and they are managing as Kevin Rell and and John Hall earlier you are entering and thriving in the new normal the next normal and that's what's so important so I'm going to thank Ryan Treasure at World Talk Radio Voice America we've been broadcasting live on the business channel Ryan and thank you to your engineers for getting us on the air to all of you who stayed in the room for the whole time I think you all stayed we really appreciate that. And if you know somebody who's interested in these topics and who in business and manufacturing wouldn't be, go to voiceamerica.com and just put in tech, T-E-C-H-T-A-L-K in the search box. You will come up with the show page for this radio version of what we've been doing in the webinar the past four Wednesdays, and they can listen to a replay of all of that. And rumor has it we might be back with more radio shows in July and August. Thumbs up from Mr. John Greter. That's a good, a good omen. So everybody, thank you so much as I say on all my radio shows, be safe, be smart, and be well. Signing off for Tech Talk, Managing the New Normal, and a special shout out to Mathily, you know who you are, <laughs> at Yash Technologies. Everybody, we'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Tech Talk, Managing the New Normal with Yash Technologies and C5MI. To keep the conversation going, tweet your questions and comments to YASH underscore tech or email john.gretter at yash.com. That's john.gretter at yash.com. We look forward to hearing from you.